Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining me on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my sound man extraordinaire, Rico G. Yo, what's up, everybody? How y'all doing? This is episode 24. Thanks for joining us again. All right. I hope everyone's been uh, safe and secure in this uh, lockdown situation. Lockdown. I know. And it's such, it's such a misnomer because it's not really lockdown. It's more like a, a suggested stay home. That's really what it, it is. is. But I guess yeah. that they, they weren't getting the... Uh, the desired effect with the uh, with the verbiage they were using before, so they decided to use the verbiage lockdown. It, it, it's it's it is whatever. Always you remember, know, I said it first. You'll never get back what you give up to the Roni. What's um, really funny is um, I like how my my favorite thing about the whole coronavirus is the coronavirus is very un-American. In the sense that, in order in to defeat it, I'm sorry, nah. I had to throw that in. I had to, I had to give it the, give it the, of the, the kung flu. But it, it's, <laughs> it's un-American in the sense and that. By the way, those are hella racist. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm, I don't support. I, I support serious. how funny they are. I don't support saying that to people. Yeah, yeah. That just makes you look like a jackass. But uh, in order to defeat this, you have to be very disciplined, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I find out about this thing. And America is a very undisciplined, a very oh, like, yeah. there's, radical there's, freedom they nation. Have no, you ever seen an American raise their child? <laughs> Yo, my yes, G, their inability, the average American's inability to dictate to their child what's in their best interest is astounding to me. Mm-hmm. It blows my mind because it's like, yo... It's a child. Yes, it likes ice cream. No, it should never dictate to you how much ice cream it gets to eat. By definition, your child is incomplete. Nah, son. It's not a full-grown human nah, being. Son. It is a human being. So it, it absolutely deserves respect, and 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 it deserves to be cherished as a living thing. And it deserves all the cold stone. Nah, chill, chill, <laughs> chill, chill, chill. It, it, it deserves that you also imbue it with some knowledge you know that you have gained through the process of living your life and becoming an adult hopefully if you can't do that then you probably should not be parenting because like that shit blows my mind but anyway my bad (laughs) we got off on that let's start out with uh what we've been watching man you know sort of ah let me start this out with saying that man the dc emblem is a black brand when it comes to me like, <laughs> like when, when i say a black brand you know what i mean like if, if you see a solid big black brand mm-hmm. on something usually it means that whatever it originally was is no longer and that brand is covered with a big black square so a black brand is a bad thing you never want to see a black brand and the dc logo to me is a black brand it took something that i love which was the whole superhero mythos that it, it that it has started, and just it's not that anymore. It is just a, a, a cash cow that is dry that doesn't produce any cash, and so they're just beating it to try to get something out of it, and it just got no more to give, man. Like, do you mean it, the movies, the, the TV movies, shows, the or overall? Okay, the okay. Movies, to the clarify, movies. just so the movies. The movies have 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 totally marred the brand i believe you know mm-hmm. what i mean not to say that they don't produce good things or ips it's just that that the movies have so like ruined their reputation that it's hard for me to get into anything with that logo emblazoned on it right 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 so i say that to say 
I've been watching Black Lightning, Black mm-hmm. Lightning, which is a DC IP, which I didn't grow up with Black Lightning. I was unfamiliar with it. Yeah. As a, I'm more so familiar with the parody Black Lightning from like um, Adult gonna, Swim, like in um, like uh, um, uh, what's the name of the Adult Swim show with Seth Green with all the Robot, Chicken. car- Robot Chickens? Robot Chicken makes a lot of parody DC shows. And in it, they they feature Black Lightning once or twice. Oh, really? So yeah, he covers everybody. Totally like, like um, it's sort of like um, uh, Harvey Birdman, attorney at law, in the sense that how he just sort of runs yeah. the gamut of all the people in the Hanna Barbera catalog. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, Harvey Robot Chicken great. does the same thing. I, I do love that show though, uh, Harvey Birdman. Yeah, anyway, that show was dope. That show was dope. <laughs> but yeah, that's the that's the, my only really experience of Black Lightning is when people are making fun of him in in shows like that so i was i actually like you i watched the whole all i've been to the entire season but that was like way back when and that was actually before it was available on stream i actually pirated it so i did the i did the the legwork on hey, that don't one. dry snitching yourself yo man i parrot <laughs> all the time shit let them cat see the, the, the thing yo, is listen, do not the thing is you can't like catch me specifically for piracy all you can do is to shut down the link that i use you know the crazy shit is is that that's how i know that i personally like that's why i typically do not start internet connections in my name because i i literally cannot download illegal stuff i cannot ask jeff ask jeff i downloaded one i downloaded and you know what the song was hmm. lil wayne featuring play a circle that's duffel funny. bag boy I downloaded that song. That I just it shit. was an old song. I couldn't find it anywhere. I really wanted to listen to it. I downloaded that was the one illegal song I, I had downloaded when yeah. I was at the old house. And that nigga got several cease and desist orders. That's pretty funny. And I'm like, what the well, fuck? Yeah. So I just that's why I don't I that's don't pirate, you're a rookie, I don't, bro. You're I don't support pirating over any songs. internet. Because I know that whatever civil disobedience I participated in the past that was completely legal has put me onto some kind of list because these niggas consistently mon- I'm I'm old constantly I find the traces of being monitored on my internet connection. This shit is crazy. Like that's <laughs> it, that's it's bananas. I've downloaded one illegal song. And I'm not mind you, Jeff downloads whatever the fuck he wants. And many other people have downloaded thing whatever they want. But whenever I have the internet connection in my name, God forbid I download anything on towards my nigga, they cut the connection. You got to watch a video, a 15-minute video. Yo, my nigga, well, I could tell you the whole protocol of what happens when you get caught downloading rookie moves, bro. Like, why are you downloading music? Why don't you just stream it like a normal person? Nah, fuck that shit, nigga. I want my files because I make ringtones out of it. Fuck that shit, nigga. If I buy, if I, if I have access to the song, I probably want to do something to personalize the song If you can make it for, if you make ringtones out of it, can't you just do it on your phone, which you then skip the entire um, nah, I don't even know internet that. process? I used to make them shit. Garage band. That's funny. Yeah. Sounds like I don't know, man. But the Garage Band had nothing to do with it. It was just the retreat the 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 downloading of the songs. And it was like, yo, I was I was using like the old school joints, you know what I mean? Uh, them joints from early 2000s. See, was, exactly. <laughs> I, just, I'm joking, I'm joking. Is I was not using everybody. Kazaa and LimeWire to download music. <laughs> um I was using a, a torrent site. Um Yep. They track some shits all the time, man. Yeah, you but know? yeah, nah, man. I was like, yo, how the shit is that? I, yo, I download one song. And they, they had the file name and everything. They got. I must have. Yeah. I must. Yeah. 
<laughs> that's pretty Yo, normal. That shit was absurd. Like, that's one of the reasons why I stopped um, uh, 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 seating. What's that shit? The, the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit with the peer-to-peer seating mm-hmm. and shit like that. That's why I stopped that, too. Like, once... Um, I think... I don't remember when it happened. But, yeah, especially if you have, like... Any like I know Comcast does it for sure. They will send you letters whenever you download shit. But you know that's just you know avoid downloading shit. Just find a a, a stream and run it off the stream. Also, nah, also I gotta have make my shit sure that your internet is. Um, gotta have my shit off. I'm, I'm an analog See, type. It's of all man. good. That's exactly it. you're. You're like I gotta walk right into the trap. I I need the I need whatever you I need is in the center on? of the bear trap. Downloading shit. That's the trap. Oh nigga, nah. <laughs> it's just you gotta know where to get it because. Like I, I got, I, I have, I have a select few group of people that have access to some really good downloading communities, and that's that's where it's at. What you got to do is you have to be part of like one of those private um, forums that you have to like be invited to that have links to all the shit. That's where it's at. But you know, what I mean, exactly. You I, have I found to that out <laughs> after. After I realized you that downloading was away from the just traps. like downloading via the internet, like go 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 to Pirate Bay, <laughs> like that shit is no longer a thing. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't even know don't how download things. It doesn't matter if we get off. Of, we're just talking. We're having a conversation. It doesn't matter um, where we bounce to. You know what I mean? No, I'm sure. I just, I want to address the real thing I brought up because I think we were talking about Black Lightning and there's something that there's a point there. But anyway, Black Lightning. I actually was fucking really entertained by that shit. Like, not for nothing, there are corny parts of it. For like, sure. But the parts I found corny were the parts that were like, that had to do with the the overly racist bad guy. <laughs> so, I, actually, I'm over the next, I'm probably going to talk about it, because I only watched season one, so I'm going to give the spoiler alert now, because I want to talk about it, because I actually hella enjoyed that shit. You don't shit, need to give no spoiler alert for season one. Nah, you know how man, old season nah, one is? Man. I'm, giving, I'm giving the spoiler alert. I'm talking about the story. But, um, no, it's only because, like, if you want to watch it, I highly recommend you do. And if this is going to deter you like hearing too much about it is going to deter you i do i want i would prefer that you just fast forward a little bit because honestly it's worth the watch honestly like i i i feel bad that i so prejudicially stigmatized it with the dc logo and said that there was nothing good that could come out of it because yeah there's a couple of of cliche moments a couple huh I would, but I wouldn't say more than your average DC show. You know what I mean? Right, like you right, watched yeah, Arrow sure. and Flash, right? I watched the Flash. I do not watch Arrow. Okay, my bad. So, <laughs> the Flash. I mean, it had. I watched one season of the Flash, like solid through, and then I saw scattered episodes throughout um, mm-hmm. the following seasons. It had more than its fair share of cliche moments. I feel oh like yeah, it had for less sure. Than, than Flash, they all suffer from the same thing, which is that they they have to be shoehorned into the the television format you know what i'm saying so uh the story structure gets sort of derailed sometimes because it has to get shoehorned into that time slot so you end up getting a lot of like unnecessary things that they used to just kind of fill the time all right feel me here though does it not have saved by the bell low meets family matters vibes I think that's why I really fuck with it. Yeah, I'm with that. Because it's got a lot of that Saved by the Bell meets Static Shock 
meets yeah. family matters vibe. And I loved all those shows. Yeah. And so this is like a mature version of that because, and I gotta, I gotta say how mature the writing in this show is because when it comes to the issues, the, yeah. the issue, the, the, well, just not even the issues as like, you're right. The, the issues a hundred percent, but particularly the parenting issues that come up when he yeah. is trying to deal with his ex-wife and teach his daughters and co-parent boy yeah, yeah the show is amazing it's really really well done and very thoughtful and i super appreciate that shit like that's some grown-up like you know when when they pitched it it was probably a hard sell because they're like listen this is the show for people who loved comic books but then became adults right and if, had families if you and shit, really yeah. loved comic books and you really love your family, this show absolutely... I would have a hard time believing that you don't fuck with this show, honestly, after watching it open-mindedly. Right. It's so, because it's actually... Yeah, it's hokey, nigga. It's hokey. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a show. It's a... Te- you know what I mean? Exactly yeah. what you said. It's a... It's a... It's shoehorned into a, a family TV show format when it comes to its um, exposition and display. But it's so much more than that. You could tell that the people who who were pitching this and who made it, yeah, they 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 had a much bigger vision than what was being um than the platform that that they uh that they were put on. Yeah, the um the writers and actors definitely care a lot about this show. You could tell, and the like, mom and the daughters, like they, oh, the casting the was stupid. Awesome. Yeah, I mean. I'm not, I mean, the daughters are yeah, awesome too. Yeah, boy, you know I mean? <laughs> all that. You know what I mean? And, and 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 I think that they do a great job of tastefully showing their femininity, their how sexy they can be, and how powerful they can be at the same time. And but also being like whole and and very wholesome. Like yeah. they're all good people. Like deep down inside, like the youngest daughter is fucking annoying. But yeah, I think that all kids that age are that annoying. Like. She's, she's out of control annoying. But even in the end, she is a good person. Like she steps up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and definitely. So yeah, you're I right. Really, you know, it's just typical teenager. Yeah, and, I, I, I just think that stuff. that stage of life is pretty insipid. Yeah. And so that's 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 that like, is what it is. But the character itself is actually still really, really quality. You know what I mean? It's like a good yeah. bad guy. Which this one, um, Speaking of good bad bad guys, shout out to Mary J. Blige, feel me? She was which bad guy? She was, um, uh, Madam, what's her name? I don't remember her name, the lady with the... The lady who's uh, reviving the uh, uh, course. I'm sorry, Lol, I said Mary J. Yeah, yeah just Mary got. J. was in um was in yeah Umbrella Academy. Umbrella Academy. I got I got and my shows twisted around. Role. But you know what's funny is is that one of the, one of the ladies when you said that I thought for a second you were talking about one of the ladies who Lawanda who died yeah in the show. Uh, her, Lawanda in the show is the mother of a girl who died. Uh, uh, at the hands of a drug lord, and so she went to try to confront him, and she also died. But I thought that I thought you were talking about her because for a second, and I love how much, uh, how many just like different. You don't have your typical black people in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. there's there are your your Tate Diggs, you know your good looking <laughs> black people. 
And then there's there's people like Lawanda's mom. And at the same time, she was, you know, in a scene where she was kissing Lala. You remember? The drug lord? Yeah, yeah. Because the the people who he's killed come back Man. to haunt him. And I but do, she was oh, a very yeah, I forgot but, about you know what the I mean? arc. She was, yeah. She that wasn't was so your powerful. typical sex symbol, but she was in a scene with him and it was well acted. It was just Every there's so much about that show that's really well done. Yeah, I, I forgot about it. like um the I whole thing. I still don't understand what was with, going on um, with that. her mom and her power and how like <clears throat> everyone dies becomes like bound to him so that they haunt him forever. Oh man. Well, it's because of yeah, I think that um Tobias who's played by Marvin Jones uh he uh, that's Crondon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tobias Whale. Yes, he is describing the reanimation process, and he says that the 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 people coming back to haunt him is a byproduct of the reanimation process. That's why he keeps seeing them, and so they they manifest, and then as he interacts with them, they become tattooed on his body. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, that was lit. Yeah, and so there's this really interesting because it's they they attempt, at very very least they attempt. To take a, a scientific approach to the metahumans, mm -hmm. but at the same time, there's some weird mysticism. Um, and damn, dude, with Jess, I was Jill Scott did amazing. I loved her yeah. character so much. Jill she Scott killed was that super shit, awesome. and she was gangster, yo. She was fucking yo, and they came for her life, son. She was like, nah, I ain't going easy. <laughs> I got my niggas they with were, me. Oh yeah, yeah, yo. yeah. And she grabbed that yo, and she was yeah. defending herself. I was like, yo, that's gangster and and i'm pretty sure that that was all her i shit it, i didn't see no cuts and no stunt doubles <laughs> hey man gotta earn that check you know what i'm saying yeah man and so Give that was my stunt check I was, yeah. I was super happy to see that but yeah black lightning man i'm looking really looking forward to season two and what three. do you think of um the uh, his relationship between him and the inspector dude like his friend the guy who is oh yo that another one that friendship i thought was really well done because that's the thing is is that um so it's interesting because there's that dynamic and i've seen it a lot um especially growing up so you got you got people when you're growing up who are very much closely affiliated to the streets for whatever reason whether it's family lack thereof whatever reason yeah and then you got people in who live in close proximity to them but they do have their families and so they're taught certain values and so that group of people that demographic demographic of people either a grow up to want to be part of the establishment thinking like oh i want to be the firefighter i want to be the policeman i want to you know what right, i mean and that right. was like his friend henderson and then you have people who maybe try to stay too close to that street life and end up utilizing their their that privilege that they have from growing up with family and with resources to stay closer to the streets and do things like that like lala more like kind yeah you know what i mean and yeah. so and then you got people like tobias who are just fucking like Running they were the, the the children of abusive families that came from that that are really part of the streets and it's interesting to see tobias because he's um he's a black albino and he has a real deep 
racism against black people. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a very His racism against black people is a lot more intriguing than, than say, Proctor's uh, racism against black people. Proctor is the head bad guy. Who runs the the um the the, the ASA or the like... rogue the rogue cell of the ASA that he took over, the ASA being a secret government agency tasked with controlling, uh, controlling well covert operations to say. One thing I didn't particularly like was how they tacked on typical black superstitions, and tied them into the storyline. Like how the ASA was uh, was administering um, the green light to the population through vaccines. Mm-hmm. It's like, listen, if we don't properly understand vaccines, you're going to get in, run into an issue where you have a population of people who don't believe in the underlying science of vaccines rather than... the you know, being skeptical of the people who are giving them the vaccines mm-hmm. because the underlying science of vaccines is very valid. It, it's been around for a long time. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and and there's a lot of evidence based on its ability to help control uh, a lot of crippling diseases. That's not to say that the companies in America who administer vaccines give a fuck about you. Right. Which they don't. And they, they care only about their dollars. Do and unfortunately, there is a process that they enact which does not beneficially distribute the vaccinations in a in a mindful way. But I don't like how they roll in the superstition that vaccines like cause autism and all these things. Yeah. Into the storyline of how the ASA was infiltrating this community. You know what I mean? It's a little bit it would be funny if there wasn't a problem with the vaccine system. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if there, if the if the system ran perfectly and we are, and everyone could can perfectly say that this is a joke. That's cool. That's what you know what I mean. But I I, I don't I personally don't like when that's done. That's not to say that it, it wasn't done well. I'm sure that a lot of people enjoyed how visceral that must have felt for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it was very close to to, to home for the time. But um, that part I didn't like. But back to his friend. So his friend Henderson is a police officer who he has a, a relationship with. Now, um, just for some background on Black Lightning, it follows Mr. Pierce, who is a principal at a school. At a young age, he found out that he had superpowers. Um, he was then his father was murdered and then he was adopted by uh, someone who he finds out later is an agent for the ASA who teaches him how to use his powers, makes him a suit and all that stuff. And it's Dexter's dad. Don't trust him. It is Dexter's dad. And I, yo, that nigga, I didn't, yo, even before <laughs> I saw him, because that nigga's super Trigger. shady the whole time. And even before I saw him meeting with Tobias and all the other people, mm-hmm. see, I don't like how this nigga is working. Like I just have an issue with a white man sending a black person in to do dangerous things. I always feel like, why ain't you in there doing it? Like, why? I it, that dynamic never sits well with me. You I, know mean, what I mean, like, to be fair, why don't you risk your life? To be fair, mm-hmm. only the black guy has superpowers in this particular dynamic. Yeah, but he knows that other people have superpowers too. He knows more about the situation than he's letting on. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, absolutely. But I don't know. I I I, I see what you're saying, but in this one, in this particular one, you know. Um, Dexter's dad's on a journey of redemption. 
Yeah, but he but the thing is, is like during his journey of redemption, he's still very much you know in cahoots or not in cahoots, but um he's he's working or colluding with the bad guys. Mm-hmm. He's colluding with Tobias, you know what I mean? Like he meets with him several times and parlays with him while Black Lightning is hunting him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm like he does the weirdo shit for sure, for sure. Not a good look. He does do weirdo shit. But that's just, that's just, he's a, he's a spook. He's a, gov- he's a government agent. Oh, yeah. That's and what he they do. Plays, and it, but it, it's so weird because he's a great actor. And you know where I know that actor from? I originally met, uh, became aware of that actor. James Remar. Yeah. In a um, show from way back when, um, he played a guy named Jack. And I want to, what's it called? Not, not Unhappily Ever After. Was it called? It, it was an old show. Um, but he played just this disgruntled father who was divorcing his wife. And so he had to live in the basement and he had an imaginary <laughs> rabbit. And that show was crazy. Oh, yeah. Mr. Floppy. Yeah, Mr. Floppy. What's the name of that show? Um, I think that was Unhappily Ever Unhappily After. Unhappily Ever After, right? Yeah. And that's when I first became aware With of him. Nikki and Cox. then... Yeah, boy, boy, man. Anyway, let me not get into that. Man, she did not make it. She, what happened to her? No idea, but okay. she we'll leave it at did that. not <laughs> make it. You feel me? She did not. Um, um, she did not she stand didn't the touch test Harvey of time. Penis? Look, that but may then, have been what happened. That'll do it for sure. For oh, sure. You heard Harvey got the that got the Roni. I heard about that, but Good for him, but. Um, I don't know if I believe that nigga because believe he is the He's type of dude that will make. Yep, he was the type of nigga that would make oh, that I shit don't up at all. in order me? to get that get out of fucking. I'm pretty sure that all of these fucking well, celebrities yeah. are just brand ambassadors oh. for the Roni to get people to take it seriously. That's a different dude, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it? Yep. I'm totally fucking wrong. <laughs> we don't all look alike. They do look pretty. <laughs> he does look pretty similar. But all right. Well, then disregard that dude. whole prior thing that I talked about. But yo, no. Shout out to Mr. Floppy. You know what I mean? Bobcat Goldthwait out here. Man, that that was a great show. That I shouldn't say it was a great show. It was a very entertaining <laughs> show. It wasn't great at all, actually. You know what's really funny? The only reason why I remember that show was because, like, maybe a year or so ago, I realized that. Mr. Floppy was a fucking fucking. It, it was a fucking an allegory for his dick, and I was like, he would go into the basement to play with his dick to get away from his wife. I absolutely didn't get into. Did not catch that. that when I was a kid. Obviously, I shouldn't have caught that when I was a kid. So it was a good thing I didn't. But yeah, that whole shit. He was like, "Come on, Mr. Mr. Floppy is an imaginary friend that would only come around when he's by himself." <laughs> Gosh, I kn- I didn't get it at all. But I don't I don't you know why? I don't know why. Maybe maybe I don't have a good relationship with my dick. Low. But I don't relate everything to it. Right. Like I don't see like long slim objects and think, look, it's a dick. I don't think that. Yeah. And it blows my mind when that's the first thing that comes to someone's mind. Like it like it's a like when you say it now, it makes perfect sense. Mr. Floppy, <laughs> a guy's getting divorced. He's middle aged, later, you know, over the hill, yeah. probably losing potency. You know what I mean? Becoming that makes perfect sense. What? Who fucking thinks of that as the first thing? This you is know? why you should never rewatch shows that you mm. used to watch as a kid. You think they're dope. 
you so think true. they're dope, but so they're not. True. Feel me? A like, lot of things do not age well. Nope. Like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, in my mind, a stellar show. Amazing show. I would not dare to go back and watch that because I haven't done it. There's a very good chance it will not hold up to the expectations. It, is, that it does it feel good when things do hold up. Like I've been absolutely hell Spawn yeah. Since our last hell discussion yeah. and Spawn held up so well, and the so comics good. are and, and delving deeper into the comics has been so gratifying. Yeah, but yeah. I saw some shit on YouTube that, that popped up on my list. It was like Spawn, Armageddon War, Heaven versus or Spawn versus Heaven and Spawn versus Hell. I was like, well, God I damn, you've been busy. I didn't know. Like my knowledge as a kid, I was unfamiliar with the concept of story arcs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Same, when I much, followed yeah. Spawn from when he was resurrected to when he killed Overkill, mm-hmm. I thought that was the end of Spawn. I thought the story was over. I didn't know that the that shit kept end. going. Yeah, Bye, Spawn. My G, I was, I was, I was so happy that I got to read the whole story. I had no clue. And we'll continued. never see Overkill again, bro. And you're like, wait, there's more. The remaining there's story more. is fucking amazing. Yeah, it's, it's pretty stupid. crazy. It's a roller coaster for show, for show. Bro, when I find it, like when they reveal, like, and by the way, if you haven't read Spawn, then. That's on your, but um, I'm going to talk about the story. When you find out the uh that after he finds out that his uh, ex wife is has a new family with his best friend, yeah, and that yeah, they yeah. have twin kids, yeah, yeah, and that yeah, those yeah. twin kids are the reincarnation of God and Satan, and yeah, that they're yeah, just yeah. like the fucking worst things ever. Wanda, I was like, wow, Wanda. That shit was crazy. And then they fucking ascend to their respective thrones to start their fucking petty ass war. And they're still fighting like children. (laughs) Yo, Spawn got such a crazy, (laughs) awesome storyline. I do like um, uh, uh, the whole portrayal of love and its ability to bind people because I find the similarity between Spawn and. Uh, Scott Summers Cyclops to be very very uh, uh, humorous because hmm. y- you often find them both just yelling out for their beloved for one reason or another it's like they're always being true taken <laughs> they're always being taken from them they're always being used against them it's just you know gee no Wanda it's just like alright guys really guys like uh, you you have all of heaven and hell as your as your responsibility, but this dude is outside Wanda's apartment moping, looking all sad, looking at her window like, mm. yeah. She's with my best friend Terry, how could you? But yeah, that, well that that was always a a common weakness for the overpowered superhero. Definitely, you need um, yeah, no other weaknesses. Might as well make you need a soft spot for love. Sure. Yeah. But you know, I when it's done when it's done right, I appreciate it. Some in in some tellings of the Gene and Cyclops story, I, I feel them. I feel Cyclops be like, damn, that was messed up. I can't believe they did that to you. That was that was that was ridiculous. But in other iterations, I'm just like, oh my god, really again, really guys. All right, yeah, all right. Go ahead, go ahead and rescue her. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. be waiting. No, and and but not for nothing. That story w- was really good, so I enjoyed jumping back into that. But Black Lightning, 
I'm, I, I highly recommend checking that out with your free time um, right now. Because uh, I'm looking forward to getting into that second season. Is like, season that's two be... on Netflix yet, or yeah. is it? Season two oh, and three okay. are on Netflix. Damn, they're on season three already. That's what I I'm said. Late. I was like, yo, three seasons. I'm late. Let me. I, I would shit whatever I could do to like. I hope they hold up. See, before I say I can't wait for season three, I want to make sure season two is decent because like Luke Cage. <laughs> I has, still have not seen Luke Cage season two, but that's because I heard that they had uh, a Jamaican villain that was played by a non-Jamaican person. Yeah, no, the was was, was uh, not good. Booty. So I I haven't hey, that. <laughs> I haven't had the courage to go back and see Luke Cage season two yet. Nah, with good reason. I don't think there's any reason to go back to it. Savage, but um. I mean, I would, I would still like Luke Cage season one was good enough for me to hope for a season three, despite how shitty season two was. How about Damn, that? That's brutal. And despite Wait, how poorly um, season one ended, I wonder if uh, uh, what is it, Cheo Hadari Coker? Did he do season two like he did season one? I don't know. Um, that will be but, interesting. Um, man, I just can't. I have to go back and just say, yo, Jill Scott, you're fucking amazing. She killed that role. Absolutely, she killed that role. She uh, did such like, a great job. Uh, pun intended, because she's like a mortician. Yeah, yeah, she killed her. She killed the role like she killed that course. Yeah, but um, yo, and just the daughters. I'm not familiar with the actresses who play the daughters, but they did such an amazing job. Um, I'm looking. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to season two. If season two holds up, then I, I would like Ooh. to see that that put out there more. Yeah, it would be pretty dope. Um, the daughters' names are what? Uh, Nefessa Williams and China Ann McLean. Mm. Uh, yeah, they're they were pretty dope. I I really like the story arc of Thunder. I guess that would be yeah. the eldest daughter's name. I I loved seeing her discover her powers and watching her grow and figure. And I like that how they out. all got different powers too. Yeah. Like- that shit, that was, and like how they choreographed their powers. <laughs> that shit is fresh. They kind of out of. I like that. Yeah, in the um, in the team up fights, they automatically fell into their roles. He started tanking automatically, and yeah. he's like, ah, DPS from the sound of zap. I also like the the development of powers. I wonder where they're gonna go with that with the other seasons because I. In the newer one, like he's flying, he's got the cool city electric vision, all yeah. kinds of stuff. I was like, "Oh snap! Okay, I see you." I'm in, see yeah, you and I'm interested to see how they incorporate. So, so pretty much, Black Lightning can conduct electricity, so he can absorb electricity from the environment and shoot it out. Um, he uses that to power his suit that gives him some other powers. His daughter, his oldest daughter, is super strong. Yeah. So she's she's pretty much perfect. She's got the bulletproof thing down. She's got like a seismic stomp. And yeah, she's got like yeah. a seismic clap. She uses that clap like a gangster. <laughs> yeah, that, she uses that clap, that seismic clap like a mother, like like that shit is a fucking precision pistol, son. But um, and then his younger daughter seems to have uh the ability to generate electric. Like so she generates yeah, a huge amount like of bio 
yeah and so it'll i'm definitely looking forward to see how they coordinate all three of those and so yeah the youngest daughter has a an interesting perspective she's not interested in as much as being a superhero because the older daughter I remember that. started out with a very heavy like social justice yeah pension. she she was and on a so, mission yeah and so she she took to it very quickly when she realized she had it she was like oh word i i was waiting for this yo i was looking for a little bit of power yeah, it was like this is what i wanted man and then the, the teaching of responsibility and the fallibility of a superhero like yo, we're about to make a lot of mistakes yeah and then like the the amazing like feeling that comes up every time one of his daughters saves him i'm like <laughs> he yo, that's does. Gotta be, he gets so like, proud oh, man, good thing yeah you know you gotta be proud He's like, yo yeah, that's, that's like i daughter. love that his youngest yeah. daughter those two girls tried to jump her and she oh yeah she yoked them up yeah, yeah. then they made up some bullshit and then they came back to them yo i was mad as fuck like she showed up at her house with her mom and her auntie i'm like yo <laughs> did you tell her that you had another homegirl with you and i want both <laughs> your asses <laughs> Oh, words! So you came all the way over here like that to get played by Bro, me. It's gonna a be a problem. Time. God forbid Kendrick ever beat up some little boy out there, and they try to come over here and <laughs> your son hurt my son. What the fuck, your son do? Right, exactly. Don't come over here yelling at me about what my kids did. Let's talk about what your kids did first, because you came over here. Sure. But yeah, it's the last a, thing I know. Last I checked, my kid don't just go do some random shit he don't fly off the handle and go hit people for no reason so uh but uh, yeah i guess that's why that makes them better parents than me even though they're fake parents because boy (laughs) i i like you gotta i understand i understand why they took the stance they did in the show and i thought that that was probably the more mindful stance yeah yeah. i think the show is 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 very like it's a very healthy and like wholesome black show. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's so that's, that's what, what I, family well, not even like a black show. It's a healthy and wholesome show that happened to have black people in the leading roles. No, you know I, I, mean? no I think that it is heavily black engendered because they, they definitely, um, there's definitely been scenes where the only white person in the scene was doing some racist shit for no reason. <laughs> like they were doing like a news montage of like people talking about Black Lightning and all the black people like Black Lightning, yeah, you know, he's helping the community though. It's a mixed feeling. And then one white lady came on and was like, look at him. He's hurt more black youth than anyone. And I was just like, really bitch? Really bitch? This nigga has definitively not hurt a single black youth. He's going out of his way not to hurt black youth. And that's the that's the line of attack you're gonna get the f- I'm sorry. But yeah. <laughs> but it's such an absurd line of logic for her to take. I still think you can like enjoy it as a well, I wouldn't know, but I, I think as a non black person oh, you can sure. enjoy it quite a oh, bit. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I don't say that to say that it's totally um engendered with the African American experience. But it it does lean on that a bit. Oh yeah, it's um, it's a black show for sure. They got like they got the black church in saying, it. You know Make I mean? America great again. I'm like, really, my G? <laughs> that's like the third time you said that shit. Get out of here. Yeah, that that was a little heavy handed, but that's just because it's in reality, and I hate to see it duplicated. And wh- whoever does it, it's annoying. It was annoying when um um. Like, I'm, I'm here to escape from this shit. Exactly when when Angel has fallen, when they had uh, so many allegories to a uh, real life happening to it, I was like, oh god come on come on i still enjoyed it but it was still just it's like i'm getting punched in the face with it like right and i'm just like this is i came here to get away from that stuff i don't want i don't want direct reminders of it 
Feel me? But, yeah. So definitely, uh, I, I look forward to talking about season two next week because um, I mean, I'm damn, definitely gonna. Damn, going in on season two. Yeah, no, because it le- it left on a great little ha- uh, cliffhanger because you don't know. You don't know where the whole family dynamic is going. You right. don't know because Tobias is still there. You know what I mean? Like n- nothing was really resolved at the end of the first season. You know what I mean? Tobias got his little crew of Khalil, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I honestly, I'm glad that they addressed why that nigga came back with dreads in three weeks. <laughs> I'm glad they addressed that shit. That shit was egregious. He's got them. Uh, that nigga came back with the full on. You feel had me? A, had like a down to his locks, shoulders nigga. and shit. Locks. Down to his Bruh. shoulders. But um, yeah, no, I'm glad that they they explained it was a byproduct of the of the serum that they gave him to to it's take the, swole the graft. Serum. Feel to me? Take the the not the graft, the um super soldier serum. Nah, it was the um the the, the spinal thing that they put on him. Oh, that thing that allowed him to graft. throw the things, right? Yeah, it's it's an additional. Well, the the piece on the bottom of his back was to make him walk again, and then they weaponized, I guess. His body started metabolizing the serum, and his blood turned into like a like a neurotoxin. Yeah. So they weaponized that shit. Yes. But yeah, nah, that character not for nothing he grew on me. Like when I first saw him, <laughs> really? Nah. By the end of it, I was like, "All right, my G, do your oh, thing. I'm not even mad sweaty. at you because you know he's gonna have a redemption arc because even his power is is that he's not killing anybody. You know what I mean? He's not like the I other guess. ones who kill everybody. I don't so like him. they're probably gonna redeem him. He's gonna fall in love with the daughter. Right. That is he's sweating her pretty tough. Come on, so, man. We yeah, see this yeah. already. Yeah. The writing's on the wall going. for sure. Yeah. The writing's on the wall. So that'll be interesting, but we'll but see you next season. I don't want him to be redeemed though, bro. Just but I this show doesn't definitely doesn't seem like the type of show where they just like kill him off and be done. No, 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 Especially not a character like that. I think that that character has to have a full arc because that's what the yeah. show is about. Is is mm-hmm. and I love how they accentuate how his mundane activities help these kids as much as his activities as Black Lightning at times. Yeah, because his activities as as the principal um, of the school. Speaking of the school, that dirty bitch that was selling the fucking students, bro. Uh, well, I was well, she so was the mad one who was her. picking them. She was finding yeah. the ones that were that were reacting to the green light. And fucking shipping them off to the fucking ASA, bro. I was yeah. so mad at that lady when I found out. It was I didn't want nothing to do with her, bro. I was like, "Yo, get away from me!" But and and it was it was yeah, because she's in a position of, of power. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's one of those implicit powers that that people give to you. Like, yo, put my kids in your hands. I have mm-hmm. to trust that you're gonna. And she abused that shit. You know what I mean? Like, the, yeah, the person you're and supposed she felt to trust bad the that most. She was setting him up at the end. I was like, not bad enough. Shit. Like, how you gonna feel bad now? It's that too you... late for you to feel bad. You, I would mm. understand if you felt bad after the first kid and you never did it again. But how long have you no, been she doing didn't this? Feel bad about the kids. She exactly. still don't feel bad about the kids. She feels bad that she set him up. Oh yeah, that's right. Because she, she wanted to smash. That's right. She set him up. Um. With the police, she she paid the two that's right the two detectives to put the drugs on him. 
And them niggas got it. That's what I'm saying. Yo, Henderson was a G. <laughs> Henderson was a G. I'm not mad at him at all. Because usually I hate the cop friend. Usually I hate the cop friend, nigga. Because like, how you going to become a cop seeing how this whole organization run? Right. And then you go through the academy and you see who they recruiting. And then you go through the whole motherfucking thing and you, you become an officer and you're part of police and you see how racist. And you still chose to be a cop? It's like it. Are these your mans? Nah, my G. All of them your mans? Yeah, nah, G. I ain't fucking with you like that. So usually I hate the cop friend, but Henderson seemed to really maintain himself. Like, he was a real dude. Like, he was a real stand-up person throughout the whole um, ordeal that he went through. And and not for nothing, he dealt with Black Lightning straight up. He did. But yeah, even when he was grilling Mr. Pierce to try to get him to confess to being Black Lightning... He, he no came dice. at him fairly when he didn't. He's like, all right, cool. I'm still going to help you. But I was hoping you try to fucking help me. But all right, cool. <laughs> I was like, hey, right on. I'm not mad at you. You're doing your job. Hey, man, don't ask questions. Why would I tell the cops my secret identity? What do you think? I have an idiot? Well, you's my boy. I'm a superhero, not a moron. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> he made some pretty poor decisions throughout the course of the early yeah. part of the show. Hey, like, man, we got to... We got to pad the runtime of the show. You feel me? So we got to make Black Dynamite do some dumbass shit. So his family, I'm sorry. So we got to make Black Lightning do some dumbass shit so his family can come save him. Yeah. But yeah. All right. So yeah, let's chat about some other things. Um, Hopefully that, uh, hopefully (laughs) Black Dynamite. uh, (laughs) Gotcha. Hopefully the the second season of Black Lightning will follow up with uh, an equally stellar performance. True, but um, true. did you yeah. hear the new weekend album? I have not. No, I've never heard any weekend. Really? Album. I not for nothing. I don't. I don't hate the weekend. Me either. I I'm, do kind of fuck I'm, with his music. From what I've heard, I, I've liked a couple of his songs that I've he heard. De- he's definitely a, a, he takes the sentiment of your average rapper and sings it. That's pretty funny. You know what I mean? So he's singing about yeah, like, pretty funny. you know what I mean? Uh, I was out in the club doing a whole lot of drugs. Oh, yeah. And he, he loves cocaine. And that's his joint. Boy, man, I was really hoping to fuck tonight. But since we're not going to fuck, I want you to get out so I can yeah. go find this other bitch. That's the kind of shit he sings about. You know what I mean? Like, I, I definitely, on a singing level, I put Weekend up there with Chris Brown. Like, Chris okay. Brown and Weekend are very similar to me. He just lacks the dancing talent. A lot of people dislike him because they say he's ripping off Michael Jackson. Who? The Weekend. The Weekend? Yeah. That's what really? I said, too. Their voices can be a bit similar from time to time I mean, without the auto tune. They're singing niggas. Uh, no, they do have a very similar voice. It's just that The Weeknd uses a lot of auto tune, so, or he uses a lot of that stuff on his voice. But so I mean, Michael ain't putting out no more music. He can use that this style. This rude as fuck. Nah, it's like, I don't like when they jack a nigga's style that's alive and making music right now. You know what I mean? Right. Like, but if, if, you're, if you are carrying on the legacy and carrying it on well... Because whether whatever you want about say about the content of Weekend's music, he's very fucking talented, no? Yeah, yeah, he's a great yeah, singer. I, I think, think he's a, I think he's super talented. Yeah, I think he's great. And so he's carrying it on well. So even if he is ripping off Michael Jackson, I'm giving him a pass for it. And also, I don't really think they dabble in the same realm of music. You know, Michael no, Jackson not at all. I agree. is 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 like um, together. 
hop slash um together pop he sings about like togetherness slash you know positive vibes type stuff whereas like you said the weekend it seems more about like well, he's super toxic drugs sex and you know he's rock super and toxic. Roll. All, the to- all the worst parts of our society you know <laughs> so I don't really think they they would really have to compete as far. Not really compete, but well, I don't. Yeah, I never considered them competition. I, I consider like party next door his competition. I don't know enough about them either. To, party next to door is is another dude who does similar stuff. Um, I don't like party next door's music as much. He makes more OVO style music, mm-hmm. whereas I find Weekend makes more. As I said, Chris Brown stuff, and 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 I hate to 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 label the sounds like that. But that's those, those are the major purveyors, you know what I mean? They're yeah. the biggest ones who do those sounds, you know what I mean? Chris Brown is the biggest one who does his sound, and OVO Camp is the biggest one that does Drake's type of sound. Yeah, I mean, and such so, is the nature of the beast. When you get that big, people eventually try to copy yeah. your sound. Yeah, and but um, I think that Weekend is is a lot better than the analogous uh, OVO artists that were okay. coming out. But that's just my opinion. Um, the album was really good. Um, it sounds the first half of the album, the songs sound very similar. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll give it a solid overall in terms of enjoyment and like the ability to just play it out. Like there's songs that you can play over and over again. There's songs you can jam in your whip. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that yeah. was one of my big problems with the J Electronica album when I reviewed it. It was like. I'm not going to go out. I'm not going to open my window and play one of these songs really loud for my neighbors <laughs> to hear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but there's definitely songs, several songs on this weekend album that I will sit back and be like, bump that, turn that up, please. <laughs> you know what I mean? All the way up. All the way up. But yeah, so I really appreciated having that to listen to throughout the week. Um, that's dope. That's dope. Oh, you know, Chronics is dropping a new album, right? I'm definitely going to check check that out. Definitely checking out the Chronics album. That's a must do. Um, yeah. Chronics and John Nine are. Uh, yeah, are I think. Oh, is it a, a duo? No, no, no. John okay. Nine is doing another. Is doing her own. Uh, thing. Oh, like, I got you. Uh, I I got confused because I know um they got a song together, together that just popped sure. up on YouTube a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. heralding the the incoming of the album. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so um. The Childish Gambino teaser album or album that was teased is now dropped. Nice. Um, I did so not get the chance to wait to, that did long. You get to listen to it. Mm-mm. I didn't get to listen to it either. So I definitely want to talk about that next week. But I'm glad to see that it wasn't like a, a, a slow burn. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that would have been kind of painful. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely looking forward to that. I heard that I, I saw on the social medias that the discussion was. Um, do you prefer singing Donald Glover or rap? Right, Donald that was going to be my next question. Is it an R&B album or is it we'll a rap see, album? We'll see, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. I heard, <laughs> from what I understand, it seems like there's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B on this one. So, that yeah. makes sense. He seems to be, as far as musically and artistically, he definitely seems to be trying a lot of new stuff. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. he's growing like really, really quickly as a musical artist. Yeah, and and just as an artist in general, he does a lot of visual art too. Sure. And I just I think I I like it because you can talk to him about his art. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the difference between being an artisan and an artist. I think a lot of these rappers are artisans. When I look at Lil Baby, Lil Baby is an artisan. He's not going to break down the philosophy behind how he makes his music. What he's going to tell you is is like yo. We go get 
some, you know what I mean? Whatever we need to do to inspire us. We sit down in the studio, we chop it up. We talk about what's been going on. We get some topics, we put on beats, we get it. You know what I mean? He'll tell you that. He won't tell you like, nah, this song was written from a place where I wanted to display the perspective of somebody who was in this position. Not particularly that I was in that position, but somebody spoke to me about, and he'll talk to you about the philosophy that he used to to come up with the art that he produced. You know what I mean? Not yeah. the mechanics of it. And that's why I consider Donald Glover like a real artist. You know what I mean? Yeah. More as, and that's not to say that there's anything wrong with being an artisan. An artisan is 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 an an amazing uh, uh, person onto himself, able to create masterworks. You know what I mean? In his own right. But that's not the same as the masterwork of someone who's an artist. It's a different type of, of creation. But um, that's what I get from Donald Glover, and that's why I'm looking forward to checking out this album. But yeah, with that being said, unfortunately, I hadn't, I didn't get a chance to listen to it yet. So I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to rock it tomorrow to see what's going on. Yeah. But yeah, um, I just wanted to give a shout out to another um podcast that's really been helping me fill the void lately because... You know, ain't shit going on. You know what I mean? And everybody fucking only they talk about is the Roni. So um, <laughs> the Michael Brooks show. The tender Hosted by obviously Mr. Michael Brooks. But um, it's a great podcast. Highly recommend it. Um, he is an avid um, socialist philosopher. And I would highly recommend like if you want to engage with what's going on in today's politics and economics in a more cerebral way rather than just looking at the the bullshit psychological manipulation that's going on in the media highly recommend checking him out but um yeah i really appreciated um some of the conversations that he was having and one thing that i saw that wasn't really expounded on enough i think is how much the average person needs to sit down and really consider what do you want to work right now when it comes down to like how you want to engage your politics what do you want to work right now because we have two sectors that need to be fundamentally reformed but it's unlikely that they'll be reformed at the same time either you want an economic structure that can handle small pauses which our current economic structure cannot Definitely not. It had a pause of three days and the stock market crumbled like a bitch. Yeah. Airlines are crying and panicking. You know what I mean? Hospitals crying. You know what I mean? Or do you want a government that can respond properly when the system seizes up like this? So if your system cannot handle three days of, of, of reduced production do you want would you rather a government that can respond and help clean up the pieces of what happens in that in that moment and allows people to persist because right now we don't have both and we'll have to get one before we get the other do you want to build communities of robust people who contribute economically and are self-sufficient or do you want to create a big government that can overwhelmingly guide society where it needs to go in moments like this? And that's what that's really what it comes down to. 
You know what I mean? And it's not like a left or right thing. It's not like a Democrat Republican thing. It's where you want to divest your energy. Do you want to divest your energy into making sure that everyone in your building is food sufficient, knows where their next 10 meals are coming from? Or do you want to make sure that everyone in your community is aware of the national politics at hand that that could trickle down to them? And neither of those are wrong. That's why I never get mad at people that I see who still partake heavily in electoral politics. Right on. Right on. Keep preaching that. Keep finding ways to get people that are that are less enfranchised to be more enfranchised. Go for it. I'm not going to do that personally, though. I would rather work in my community to make my community robust. You know, because that will garner them pull. You know what I mean? Whereas yeah. in my community, economic freedom can lead to political freedom. Political freedom will never lead to economic <laughs> freedom. You understand what I'm saying? That is why I don't rec- I don't recommend that most black people who live in predominantly black neighborhoods participate in national politics like that. Participate in your local politics. Because you need to give these people economic enfranchisement, inclusion, if you expect them to be powerful in the political scene. But you can never gain your economic freedom through political steps. That's not going to happen. I I mean, it might be possible physically. I'm just saying that in our system, no one has been economically liberated through political means. Not that I know of, no minority, maybe disabled people but not like ethnic and racial minorities. I don't know of any ethnic or racial minority that gained their their economic freedom through political means. Asians didn't do it that way. You know what they did? They did it through commerce. Irish and Italian people didn't do it that way. They did that through taking over police forces. And moving into into pivotal industries in in their neighborhoods, so don't tell me like why why are black people the only ones who are fucking repeatedly told that their only avenue is to do that shit is to go into national politics? No, you have to understand we have a limited amount of time and fucking energy, and so if you're gonna advise people to do things, I highly recommend you 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 advise them to do things that are more closely related to their fucking problems. And the national politics are not the things most closely related to their problems. And that's why I don't do that shit. That's why I won't use my platform to tell people to participate in national politics that are going to ignore them when their local politics actually needs them. But that's just me. You know what I mean? I still appreciate everyone out there, your Talibs, your Michael Renders, your Nina Turners, your Brianna Joy Grays. Go out there, do the good work, because eventually we are going to need to do that. The problem for me is that that day isn't today. And the day don't even look like it's going to be tomorrow or the next day. That day is still very far off. And so I wish that they were better at coordinating people in individual communities, because that would actually enfranchise the people who, who are participating in these electoral politics to do something. 
to 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 have leverage to say hey you know what not only do we have you know the black community that's worth however many billions of dollars and that who who frequently and at high velocity move money through that that community into the other demographics of the country we can actually control that and while we can't stop our spending we can direct it and so we'll use that as leverage to say hey you know what you want all those black dollars start doing something for us let those black dollars benefit us a little bit because right now we're getting little to no benefit from any of those black dollars and that's that's a problem because asian people benefit from asian dollars asian people benefit from money spent by asian people very frequently and that's not racist that's just true asian people frequent asian markets more asian people and that's not to say black people would frequent black markets more if they existed but we don't produce those things in our communities you know what i mean and when we do they do pretty well usually but we're not we're not capitalized to do that banks don't go out of their way to lend us money to do that and they think that we're stupid and they tell us that we're 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 wasting our time when we want to start doing that you know how many banks fund failing white businesses all of them you know how many banks fund failing black businesses None of them. Ooh, Banks don't yeah. fund failing black businesses. You know who funds that that failing black business? Your grandma. Yeah, I was going to say other black people. Other black people. You know what I mean? And so let's start asking for things like that. Like, yo, we want at least 12% of all your fucking loans. Because that's representative of our fucking population. And there's no reason. If we're making entrepreneurs at the same fucking rate as white people then there's no reason why your loan shouldn't be going out at the same rate. And we're not going to let you use our tax dollars to bail out your banks anymore unless you do that. That's the kind of shit we need to be saying. But then that's going to happen. Because <laughs> that's, that's the real power. I don't think that black people realize that that's where the real power is. The real power in the black community is the fact that we, we have so much money and are willing to spend it. Every community preys on us because they know that they can bring money into their community by fucking with us. And that's the shit that we need to fix. Facts. But, um, yeah, you know, I want to really put that out there and let people have that conversation. What do you want right now? Do you want an economy that's robust enough to bounce back, you know, from four weeks of being down? You know what I mean? Um, do you, is that what you want? Or do you want a government that, can bail the people out in the moment's notice that they need it. Because those are the only two ways to get through shit like this. And this is only, this is going to be a regular thing because it's manufactured. I firmly believe that this is manufactured. Not that the pandemic is manufactured, but the media representation that's causing all of this panic buying and stock market bullshit, that's all manufactured. Nobody needs to do any of this. None of these none of these companies need to fire people. None of these congressmen need to be capitalizing off of this. This is all that's all man-made. That's all manufactured, baby. All the bad things that have to do with this pandemic, that's all manufactured. And we got to find out where we want to be at the other end of this because <clears throat> we've gone through so much of this 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 media misinformation. We can't trust them 
to, to, to really lead us in any kind of, of productive direction. That's not a thing. They are un- incapable and unwilling to do those two things. Yeah, the absence of this, the absence of leadership in this country will be very noticeable in the incoming months. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the absence of leadership is so fucking bad that Andrew Cuomo goes out and does a couple press conferences, and now niggas are like, "Yo, maybe we should fucking put Andrew Cuomo for president." Mm-hmm. Why don't we put Andrew Cuomo for president? I'm like, are you shitting me? Are you really fucking shitting me with this guy, Andrew Cuomo? Come Let's on, not. Free. You don't Let's see not. how low the bar is. No mayor is. of New York should ever be, be running for president, by the way. You don't see how low the bar is? No governor of New York, no mayor, no politician from New York. But, you know, you got a fucking reality TV star from New York. So who the fuck am I? Obviously, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Because right. I'm talking about ideolo- In ideologically theory, all here. those people would be more qualified than he. Than him, In exactly. Theory. You know what I mean? But I think that we're reaping the rewards of having his this ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, in, for sure. In, for in sure. Absolutely. Now. But yeah, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, it's re- it, it's really coming to a head. And so I, I, I hope to, to, to have some good conversations with people in the future about where we want to go. Because I don't think that, I don't think that for black people... It's going to be in our best interest to 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 try to engage in this electoral politics anymore. It's too corrupted. It's too corrupted. And now look what they're using it for. Trump's deploying the National Guard now. For what? For what? Crime around the country is down astronomically, by the way. Astronomically. Yo, Curry, what are you talking about, this bro? This has the been National the lowest Guard crime is ever. going to capture the virus. Ever. Duh. You know, and you're and like, oh, we need to deploy the National Guard because people are wilding out. It's like, okay, okay, get the fuck out of here. Like, are you shitting me now? Now you're deploying the National Guard. Like, okay, as I said, you will get nothing back that you give up to the Roni. And they're the 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 fact that they're deploying National Guard to deal like it's not like the National Guard is there purely for distribution reasons that I can understand. The fact that they are there positioned to protect the most vulnerable. Who's the fucking most vulnerable? Because they sure as hell ain't protecting poor people. They ain't going to Skid Row and protecting those people from nothing. They're going to fucking protect people, the rich people, from whatever shit's about to come downhill. And this goddamn lockdown, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to get my Final Fantasy VII remake. I'm about to throw this chair through the window. You'd be lucky if they even distribute that shit. No, the, it's, Square is, it has already stated that they're going to distribute it. Whether there's anyone in our at our places to receive it, that's the question. <laughs> but they will. They, Square has promised to send them out. So. Hey, man. Things change by the day. They are changing by the day. I'm hoping that by, by April 10th, they're just like, nah, niggas, go back to doing what you're doing. That's my hope. I ain't stop doing what I'm doing anyway, so <laughs> I'm just hoping they let the rest of these niggas off the leash, because I sure as hell ain't organizing myself around anything that they ever say to me, ever. That I won't do. <laughs> I will organize mine and my family's life around the reality and the facts on the ground, because these niggas is just—they just want you to run around with, a, with uh, like a chicken without its head. That's what they really want from you. Because in that state, they could they they could definitely they can definitely get you to do what they want. 
But yeah, there's not a whole lot else going on. Um, damn, still can't believe GameStop's closing their stores. My last bastion of hope in these dark times. No, I'm joking. <laughs> they tried it. You know, they put up a resistance for about two they days. They did. They did. And, and not for nothing, you know, for the people who were still getting paychecks for as long as they were, guess what? Only the fucking bitch niggas were complaining about having to go into work with that shit. The rest of them got their fucking gloves, got their fucking sanitizer, and went into work because they wanted that check. And there's no way... I don't know why people fucking expect these companies to just, like, give up the ghost and think that they can actually just hand out money while not taking in money. That's not a thing. To be fair, they have the money. Yes, but they are legally obliged to do nothing other than make money. Oh, yeah, of course. Let's you know what not, I mean? Let's not... <laughs> we're not pretending that they are something that they're not. You yeah, know what I'm you know, they are legally They have obliged. the money. They just don't want to give you anything. They just they're don't want to give it to you. They're legally obliged not to give it to you. They just don't want to part with it. They, they are legally obliged not to give it to you unless you could somehow prove to them that it's more money for them to fuck with you than to not fuck with you. Legality ain't got nothing to do with it. They just don't want to give it to you. Well, uh, that's true. They couldn't. They, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> even if they wanted to, they couldn't. They really couldn't. They have a fiduciary responsibility to only maximize shareholder value. They literally, even if they were like, you know what? I want to try to help our, 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 uh, our employees. We're going to give them paid time off for all employees until this pandemic's over the board would sue them and they would be fired and then they would have to recompense the board for that money that's what i'm saying they literally couldn't even if they wanted nothing i love more (laughs) than watching a society so greedy yeah oh devour themselves with greed it is It kind of sucks, but it's very satisfying to watch because every single thing that these fuckers have done, it is like, it is just purely perpetuated by greed. Y'all niggas had choices not to do these things. The Justice Department under William Barr is lobbying, or not lobbying, but Yeah, to get rid of habeas corpus? Yeah, well, yeah, they just, they want to be able, well, not even to get rid of it. They want to, they want to keep habeas corpuses for the, for the peons. What they want to do is they want to do like a Patriot Act style thing where, the Department of Justice can hold you indefinitely. Yeah, can just dictate who gets... So it's not like the police can choose to do that. William Barr wants to be able to finger people and say you can now be federally disappeared. This is one of those... After watching watching Altered Carbon Season 2 and after living in the reality and seeing what William Barr has done, Anyone that gives him that power deserves what mm-hmm. happens to it thereafter. Anyone. Because it's not like it's not like he's hiding who he is and so no, he's going to get the power and then he's going to do an okie doke. Nah, nah. If you give him this power, you very much deserve to get fucked by it. Oh, and you will. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's that's that that's why that power exists to fuck people. That it doesn't exist yeah, for any it's, other it's, reason. It's, it's, <laughs> you feel me? Like, let's not delude ourselves. That <laughs> this it's, it's, and then and then like I don't know, man. The balls it takes to put that up and just not and just be like, huh? Nah, they'll either they'll in, pass in, it or not, right? In this in the stage that they're they're at right now it doesn't require any balls at all because they 100% have all the power it doesn't it doesn't even if even if they deny it he could pretty much just do it anyway and then who would stop him oh absolutely 
at least nobody while Trump's in office. Who gonna stop I'm me? I'm pretty now? sure he's gonna get four Who more gonna years. Who gonna stop me? Now you feel me? It's he's like at least four more years to to do this bullshit. Yeah, it. it I don't know, man. Whatever. I'm not fucking dancing to these clown games like the rest of these people. Yeah, I, I I try my best to. Well, as of late, I have tried my best to more and more disengage from the bullshit because it's just not. It's it's infuriating. And and I shouldn't do things that I know are going to make me upset for no reason. You know what I mean? Like there, there's yeah. not there's not enough payoff for me to subject myself to something that I know I'm not going to like in the end, which is the the okie doke that comes with it. And that's the thing is that I'm not a sore loser. I'm not okay with losing, but I'm not a sore loser. You know what I mean? I don't go into any competition with the goal of losing. Yeah. But when I lose. I know I've given it my all. And so I'm not afraid to lose knowing that I gave it my all. But knowing that no matter what we did in this competition to get Bernie Sanders elected, they would have pulled some chicanery to 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 take it from him. That's what makes me feel like the electoral politics is utter bullshit. Utter bullshit. I mean, because you it, don't need hypotheticals to know that it's bullshit or need to feel like it's bullshit. But that's the know? thing is that I think that politics plays off the off of the idea that every generation needs to experience the, the disappointment themselves. Low. You know what I mean? And they do that. Like, like I'm sure Mitch McConnell has seen two, three generations of disappointment at this point. And and oh, and no. he drinks it. He drinks it like Nosferatu drinks blood. Yeah, but I don't that. I don't know. Shitty people being shitty, man. You know that's one of the, Mitch McConnell. Those are like literally soulless people. You know what I mean? To be uh, 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 to give it like an esoteric definition, but like those people literally like they don't feel anything. They can do the most unconscionable thing. And just go about their lives like these just niggas, completely like normally. Like these niggas presented a bill for the relief for coronavirus to workers that was so ridiculous that Chuck Schumer had to no vote it. And then they went back and said, look, Chuck Schumer doesn't want to help the workers. Exactly. Like, I'm like, wow, the gaslighting. Exactly. Now, mind you, fuck Chuck. I'm not a huge fan of Chuck Schumer. But come on that level of gaslighting is fucked up feel me they're not even trying they're not even attempting to address the reality at this point so how do you how do you engage people like that and that's, feel and that's me? the worst part is is that as much as he is right about the media misrepresenting coronavirus he himself has done nothing to stem the reality of what's happening because whether you believe in coronavirus or not which you got to believe in it. I guess it, you, you should believe in it at this point. It shouldn't be a question of its ontology. We know it exists. It's what do we know about it? What is the actual effect of this virus on the public? He doesn't get that. He hasn't proceeded past the ontological debate of whether coronavirus exists or not. And because he's created this figmented world where you know the media is misrepresenting it, he can't now take the steps that's that need to be taken without rolling back all of the shit that he said before. And so he's stuck in this really weird logical quandary that I wonder if he's just going to be, you know what I mean? Like when you're, um, you're stuck on a pixel 
and your character, the logic of the of the games won't move your character two pixels to the left rather than one. Yeah. And it's just like, man, are you really going to sit here and let this one thing seize up the whole game? Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. Absolutely. That's Without exactly what he's going to do. Bruh. Again, man, there is no negative consequences for anything these people are no, doing. And, and there Therefore, there would never be... There's no incentive for them to change. There's no, there's no negative consequences for him. There's yeah. no negative consequences for the people not around for bar, him. Not for there's Trump, no negative consequences not for, for the media. And there's in and I'm really disappointed in the alternative media, man. The Hill has been just pretty much trash. Like, all they talk about is coronavirus. And it's like, yo... The alternative media should do a better job of representing an alternative view. And that's not to say don't cover coronavirus, but the amount that they cover it is knowingly at the detriment for everything else happening around the world. Like, I know Russia's doing things right now. No one's reporting on how Russia's responding. Russia's had very few cases spread throughout its country now mind you because no one fucking goes to, to russia no one i does would business with russia i, I would say russia. it'll probably be more accurate to say there haven't been many cases reported and not for nothing i'm sure that most russians like they get sick and they don't fucking run to the ho- they, they don't treat not, it the same way yeah, like, like and that's the, not the rest that, of the governments would or and the rest of the sure, people. Sure, there are people who are immunosuppressed. There is people who are immunocompromised. There are young people and old people who should get addressed. But there, are, like the the amount that I see people who are in the in the non um in the uh the the non lethal group of people who would typically contract uh COVID nineteen and not die. The amount of them that are so scared and incapable of controlling their their own daily behavior to the degree that they can't say hey you know what if i'm going to go out to the beach in miami i'm just going to make sure that i stay away from people who might be in at at risk like they can't separate those two things and it's like why not that doesn't make sense like if you know this is an issue and you know you're not the one at risk, stay away from the people who are at risk. That's simple. You know what I mean? But that can't even be done on, a, on any kind of reasonable level. But, you know, I, I, I think that that's why other countries had a way easier time controlling it. because And also their media was probably a lot less alarmist. Our country is very big and we mm-hmm. do not have a leader. That True. is why we have the problems we have right now. Well, the country being so big should slow the spread of the of the virus because it's contact. You know what I mean? And so the more distance between people who have to make contact with each other, you know what I mean? But that, that obviously doesn't work with the interconnectivity of, of planes and, and trains and all this stuff. But nonetheless, you, you'd expect that people being mindful would say, hey, you know, no, Americans not. are not very mindful. They're people. not mindful people at all. <laughs> what Americans live on autopilot, bro? Like I, it, well, they don't want to take responsibility for themselves or anything that happens because of them. That's for sure. They want someone else to be responsible for, and 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 that's the part that that pisses me off. It's like instead of you being responsible for making sure that you're safe, you want to make me respond. Like mind you, like most young people who are at risk of being carriers and not displaying, they're not, they don't fuck with old people. 
And that's that's evidenced by the huge generational divide in this country. You know what I mean? There is a huge generational divide, and it's not just in politics. They do that, that's the easiest way to to get a generational divide is just not to interact with the, those just have those two generations not interact with each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not the, the the people in Miami are not really putting anyone else in risk because they're all with each other. And if they get it, okay, they'll probably get it, get sick, or you know, recover and be done with it. They're not going to then go seek out a bunch of old people to go infect them. No, <laughs> no, they have they want well. they want nothing more than a reason not to go around old people. Oh, sorry, I was out partying, Granny. I can't go fuck with you right now. Sounds perfectly logical to me. Like, it doesn't seem to reason that all of those people are the worst people in the world. It's like, nah, they just, they know that they are probably low risk and they're not interested in being around people who are at risk. So they live their lives. <laughs> but I'd be surprised if any of those young people know anything of any of their risks or the risk of the people around them. It's just spring break in my oh, yeah, I'm sure that I'm weather. sure that, that wasn't a conscious effort on their side. Yeah, but I'm just saying like that's not the that's not where we should be directing all of this ear. Like I I've I've heard so many <laughs> fucking pundits, oh the irresponsible spring breakers. It's like all you guys are doing is making the divide between old people and young people bigger. Yeah, because they don't know. So they just gotta they have to Hey man, even if you don't know what you're gonna say, you still gotta fill the twenty four hour news cycle with something. You still got to fill the 24 hour news cycle with some shit. You feel me? You got to go on there and you got a clip and you got to talk about that clip and you got to talk along your company lines. You feel me? True, true, true. But yeah. All righty. Hopefully some some more interesting stuff will come up. So we got some stuff to look forward to. The uh, Childish Gambino album, season two, Black Lightning. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and I wrap it, it up the here. Streets. Black Lightning's back. Yo, my G. I like the music too. The music in Black You're Lightning hear has that been very entertaining. At least four times an hour when you watch Black Lightning. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I mean, they got, and they have like J. Cole was featured on the track. There's a couple of Jacob ones. Banks was in there, yeah, a, a couple of times. Yeah, they're they're um they're whoever's the music supervisor on that show is doing it big. They do a great job. So yeah, with that being said, always uh, do us the favor of following us on Twitter if you're interested in watching me rant and rave in social media at home Heron. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend that it's them again. Let people know. Spread the word about the cast. Get that viewership up and. Uh, Always remember, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. Always learn from your mistakes. That's the only thing you ever truly do learn from. Have a good one, guys. Peace. Take it easy.